with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the from Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, because that's what you're watching. I am Ron Collett, your host, and with me is Ian Calvin. Well, how about that for a short and sweet opening? What yeah. happened to Van Helsing and well, Walls of Darkness? Well, you don't have so teeth anymore, that's what happens, you can't <laughs> talk, so, you know, you're pretty much gone, pretty much history. So remember, go to my GoFundMe, Van Helsing's teeth thing and you'll be all set oh man well good evening everybody now that you listen to ron babble the toothless wonder mm, uh, so sad. we're back and uh welcome to episode 31 really yeah mm. mm -hmm. we're sailing right along that's amazing almost three years coming up on our three-year anniversary Sounds like a kind of frightening yeah <laughs> that's a good way to describe it frightening so anyways we have a great show because not long ago uh, I received an email from uh, my good friend, Leslie Martin, mm -hmm. and she says, who's up for a road trip to go to Rutland? And I said, okay, because I thought she meant Rutland, Vermont, but oh, no. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, no. So <laughs> I asked my other good friend, uh, what's her name, and uh, we set up a date. Who? I don't know. Oh. Anyway. He must mean me. Yeah, absolutely. And we uh, we uh, set up a date, and we went on a, a little adventure. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we had a lot of fun. We did. It was hot, but fun. It was very hot. Mm -hmm. It was very hot. Having a little heat wave here in Massachusetts lately, but we were undeterred. Seven days of over 90 degree weather. Oh, my goodness. Mm. But uh, I'll take it over the snow True. any day. True. Any day. True. So... We anyway. did go on our adventure exactly. to Rutland, which we will show you in a moment. Mm -hmm. But before we do that, while we were in Rutland, we of course had to visit the very first thing, well, after we had lunch, a wonderful old cemetery. Sure. So can we... Might have been older than me, but I'm not I'm sure. I'm slightly, mm. slightly older than Ron, just a little bit. So, Russ, could we please roll the cemetery tripping for the old burial ground in Rutland. Welcome to Cemetery Tripping, where I will feature a different cemetery in each episode that I hope you will seek out and enjoy as much as I do. As an avitathophile, or lover of tombstones, I spend a lot of time in the local New England area in the beautiful and historic cemeteries we have here. The stones here are like no others, and I have literally thousands of pictures of the intricate and symbolic carvings found on them. You can see my pictures on Facebook by doing a search for cemetery tripping. Today we are visiting the old burial ground in Rutland, Mass. Ron, Leslie Marden, and I were doing an investigation in the area, so I wanted to show them around this very old and interesting cemetery. 
It is located beside the site of the old meeting house and dates from the early 1700s. This area had its share of battles with Native Americans and has a marker dedicated to the early settlers who were slain here. It also has excellent examples of colonial era carvings, such as many different shapes and sizes of death's heads, soul effigy carvings, and the typical willow and urn motifs from the 1800s. One stone of particular note was that of Daniel Campbell, whose epitaph reads, Here lies ye body of Mr. Daniel Campbell, born in Scotland and came into New England anno 1716, was murdered on his own farm in Rutland by Ed Fitzpatrick, an Irishman, on March ye 8th, anno 1744, in ye 48th year of his age. Man knoweth not his time. It was the first murder after the incorporation of the town of Rutland and is described in the history of Worcester County as a barbarous murder by Mr. Campbell's employee, Edward Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick was tried at the Superior Court in Worcester the same year, found guilty and sentenced to be hung. However, no record has ever been found of his execution, nor any motive discovered to justify the horrid crime. As we exited the graveyard, we couldn't help but notice the patriotic parade float sitting in the nearby parking lot and seize the opportunity for our usual craziness. Because we live by the motto, never let the parade pass you by. That's enough of that. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I couldn't resist. Yeah. I couldn't resist. You know, uh, Ron gets a little carried away. Uh, and I just thought I'd throw it on the end. What the heck? What the heck? Payback is a... Mm. <laughs> wow. So that is rather a bizarre tale about the stone with the murder epitaph on it. Um, it's, it's really cool, actually. It, it is kind of amazing because the last time, funny story, last time I was at that cemetery, mm-hmm. I didn't even see that stone. Really? Yeah. So, so it takes two mediums to make you see what you're That's right. Doing. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Well. Or one and a half. So very cool stone. Cool story. Don't know whatever happened to the guy who murdered uh, Mr. Campbell. Oh, I could, wait a minute. I'll tell you. It's it's one of the all right. He died. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guarantee that. But it is to this day still an unsolved uh, crime as to what the motive was. Well, it's not an unsolved crime. Yeah, they tried him. They found him. Yeah. But they don't know why he did it. Because he was Irish, man. So unfortunate. Will you stop? I said. No, all the Irish people in the audience are going to be offended. So just stop. So let's move along. I hope you enjoyed that cemetery tripping. Because, chop chop, we have a lot to talk about tonight, right? Evidently. Okay. So anyways, uh, Junius now is a very good friend of mine, someone who I've known since I was a wee lad. Uh, she is a psychic medium, author of the book Medium Rare in my past life. Uh, she is none other than the great Leslie Martin. Yay. <laughs> Welcome, Leslie. Thank you for it's having me. I must thing. be wicked old. <laughs> for that long. That was a wee lad. You ought to be at least 200. <laughs> then. So. I, on the way over here, I actually showed Leslie where, where I uh, was born and and where I went to school, my first school, the Abraham wow. Lincoln School. Yes, he did. <laughs> was it in a log cabin? Pretty much. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln School. Pretty much. Great. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> so she owns a piece of my life now. All right. That I've shared with you. Huge responsibility. Yes, it is. So anyways, Leslie, why did you pick this particular place to drag us to? This is how I do things. It's like opening up a map and putting your finger down. I um, typed into Google interesting places in New England or haunted places in New England, and that, that was one of the things that popped up. So that's it. And we were lucky enough to go there. That's right. In the heat of the summer. Yes. Fighting the green-headed flies. This is the only place where we actually saw the flies attack the cars. <laughs> they did, didn't they? They did, they did. They they did. Actually, I mean, they're like... Dive bombed us. But we were in the middle of the forest, so... Yeah, we yeah. were in their space. They, yeah. uh, they were after us. They were. More so me than you, though. Let's talk a little more about... So, where we went was the Rutland State Prison Camp which the state of Massachusetts opened in uh, 1903 to, it was a camp and the idea behind it was rather than incarcerating the prisoners, have them out in the fresh air working and they worked a farm and there were cows and chickens and crops and they thought that this would aid in their rehabilitation more than letting them rot in a cell, mm -hmm. basically. I remember, I don't know if what you have in the show or not, in the clips and stuff, but I remember Leslie singing something about chickens. Yes. Do you remember that? Chickens, and they sold, yes. And uh, Leslie did pick right up on that. And, and uh, we went and looked at the map, and there were chicken, chicken houses. Coops. Yeah. Chicken coops. Well, they yeah. sold the eggs and the milk mm -hmm. to the city of Worcester. Chickens give milk? <laughs> Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't know that. So you learn something every day. That's why I love yeah, this show. The chickens, the chickens gave milk. So anyways, back to the, the Rutland place. Oh, Rutland, yes. We're supposed to be talking about that. Yes, we are. So they have all these, these prisoners working, and but of course they still have, they do have cells. We actually have a picture of them working. We do. Uh, Russ, there's a picture of, it says, uh, gardening. I believe. Yeah. We could throw that up for just, a minute. Just for giggles. It's just a still. Yeah. That's that says gardening. You can continue Take it back in the time. Keep talking if it comes up. It comes up. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There they are out toiling out in the fields. Isn't that amazing? And the the prison farm itself was about 914 acres from where Wow. So huge chunk of land. For those few guys. Yeah. Wow. Just those just just those ten guys. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, that's good. We're <laughs> good on the garden picture because mm. Ron's going to cause trouble. <laughs> no. So, anyways, <laughs> the whole thing with the prison is that they still had the solitary confinement area. They did have cells where, if somebody was uh, bad boy, being bad, trust me, I know. So, do we want to go next sure, to absolutely. the first area that we visited, which was the solitary confinement area? What's mm -hmm. left of it? We found Prison Camp Road in the Rutland State Forest. Using our map of the Rutland Prison Camp and Hospital Grounds, we found the ruins of the first building, which was once the solitary confinement area. Most of the cells have now collapsed and are heavily vandalized, with holes in the ceilings. 
we noticed some walls extending into the forest beyond the cell area, which we would investigate further. Only one cell remains intact. I don't think I would have liked being imprisoned in this itty bitty space. Ron was able to get up onto the roof of the cells for a better view of the surrounding area. Wow. So that was where we began. Right. And I, I gave up my, look at that, got a boo-boo. Oh, I got a boo-boo. Oh, yeah. I was bleeding all, all over the place. Climbing the roof so you could take pictures. But that was kind of a cool spot to start what was left of it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the cells were fairly small, and we, we couldn't tell what they had for furniture. But it looks like there was only one opening in the roof, a small opening. So I would assume that would be for like some type of heat or something, right? Like a little furnace or something? I don't know. Well, I think it would just be for air, I would think, because they probably had a solid metal door. I don't know. We well, don't know. Since so they're all gone, we'll we don't know. know. Yep. So next we wandered around a bit and... We ran into someone. Yes, we did. We did. The there hunk. are other people. <laughs> the hunk, right? The hunk. Right. Ron thought he was. I thought he was. I so was like, wow. He's probably watching the show right now. That's okay. <laughs> I hope so. See all that hairy head? Yes. Mm. It's fun to be young. Amazing. Okay. So as we wandered around, and uh, we, there were actually various people out there. Not too many, though. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah. So we wandered into the woods, and we took our friends with us that we had bumped into there. Yep. And Even though they didn't want to go. Yes, they did. <laughs> we dragged them in. So do we want to roll the next? Sure, trip? absolutely. Okay, we're going to go to uh, Solitary 2. And let us know in the chat room whether you think he's a hunk or not. So I don't know if this was the yard on that map or if that little like cell block building was the yard, but then the tunnel was this thing right here. That, that thing was supposed to be the, what do you call it, the... Uh, solitary uh, confinement? Solitary confinement. <laughs> We've been wandering around uh, the Rutland prison camp, and we ran into some people hiking around, and this is... Uh, my name's Jake. Jake, Jake, nice to meet you, I'm Ann. Great to meet you too. <laughs> and uh, Jake is a native, of the Rutland area, so uh, you used to hang out here as a kid. Did anything ever happen when you no, were here? No, not really. It was definitely a creepy place to discover. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it was pretty common knowledge that the like solitary confinement block was here, mm -hmm. and we found that first. But then we came out here one, I don't know, like one kind of creepy summer day mm -hmm. where it was like threatening to storm. Oh. And uh, so, and we were like, you know, eleven. Uh -huh. So. <laughs> We were a little freaked out, and then we found that, like, root cellar thing up there, mm -hmm. um, and then just kept exploring and finding, like, all the old ruins and stuff. That's neat. Um, so, no, nothing weird ever happened, and we came here a lot. Really? Um, but it was always definitely, like, a spooky place. Had an air but, about it. I mean, that was why we kept coming back. <laughs> Any local stories? Um... There were always, like, rumors of stuff. Like, there were rumors that some cult was practicing out here <laughs> in the woods. Um, Perfect place for it. Yeah, and you would definitely find, like, like old, just, like, campfires. But, mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know, that can look pretty creepy. <laughs> Probably more of a party spot. Definitely so, a party spot. 
what, so we were just looking at this tunnel in the ground here, and do you know any any clue what it was for? Or? No, not yeah. really, because it. I mean, I think it would would have just been part of this basement, mm -hmm. like the basement of the building that we're standing on top of right now. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe like a root cellar or something. How could we be? always wanted? It does continue like back into the hill a little ways. Back over here. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, it's pretty like it's like this big and you can't see the back of it. Ah, so, all right. And it's like gross and wet. And I'm stuff. sure. So we never really like crawled in there at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now what happened to you? Oh uh, yeah, we were out here in the middle of the winter for some reason because we were insane and uh, oh, talk that way. <laughs> yeah, we um, me and my best friend came out here and we were trying to like explore this tunnel because the water at the bottom was frozen, so we figured we could like walk on it. Uh -huh. And I think it was that hole. There's two holes in the middle of whatever this is, mm -hmm. and I think it was that one that as I was trying to lower myself down, my arm slipped and I like hit the bottom. Oh. Um, and like cut myself a little bit. Um, there's like concrete rebar coming out. Oh. Um, and so I couldn't climb back up, so I ended up walking out the end of the tunnel. Um, oh. And then we had to get all the way home. Oh no, <laughs> bleeding. Well, that's that's awesome to hear about your uh, your uh, experiences out here. Yeah, that's what you guys are making a show about this yep, place. Yep, yep. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Okay. Little, little technical difficulty with that clip. Sorry about that. But we'll fix it. We will fix that in post. Uh, had a little audio uh, But see, he gave his blood for a lot of Yes, he did. I did too. <laughs> nice kid, and uh, thankful that he was willing to give us an interview. It was interesting, yeah. So it does go in the, kind of the urban legend category, I think, out in Rutland, all the stories about this place and, you know, the mm -hmm. satanic satanic rituals and eeriness and ghosts, apparitions, all local, talked about locally. That's right. I think. He, met, he mentioned the word spooky several times. Yes, he did. So despite what he said, oh, I didn't see anything, but it was wicked spooky. And it was spooky. So there you go. We do have a question from Stephen Scott. Thanks, yeah. Stephen. What are the main challenges and difficulties in investigations in rural or ruined locations as opposed to contained areas such as a building? So, Ron? I, I would say definitely <laughs> the biggest that. challenge, of course, is the bugs. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there's a lot of them. I mean, we were undated with green flies and everything, and oh. so it takes away from your concentration. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, there's no electricity out there, of course, so it makes that makes it difficult uh, to use anything uh, other than handheld stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, But it was good. I mean, we had Wesley, and she was the best piece of equipment I had. That's right. Mm. Leslie's Leslie. better than any so little... So, let's, let's ask Leslie, I mean... box. How is, it, <laughs> how is it for you? I mean, is is there a challenge? The most challenging thing in a ruined place is, like, getting your footing and being safe. And mm -hmm. that's that's the biggest challenge for me. Um, I get information no matter where I am, so it doesn't matter. Like, it, it's more the topographical things that I have to look is, for. I mean, that's you said you get information wherever you are. 
is it any different outside than inside? So, for instance, if you were in a haunt slash haunted house, would it be stronger or, or just the outside be the same as well if you were in a haunted location? I think that when you're in a haunted location and you're in a structure, mm -hmm. that the information is more readily available because mm -hmm. when you are out and about, you know, it's just kind of random. So, because random things things come to you. Like when we were at the solitary, I didn't get a thing. I didn't get anything. Mm -hmm. So that's why you should. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, one of the interesting things, and, I, and I've always thought about this, and you talked about like you know buildings contain trace. If you go to a house, it seems like there's always activity in like the basement or the attic. You know, it's not the main living spaces. Why do you think that? I mean, is it because do spirits like find that the retreat that that's where they go and they don't want to be bothered, or is it? If there was someone living in my house, yeah. I would go to the place where the family wasn't, where I could be, you know, happy. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, I think that they retreat. I do. Hmm. That's a good theory. Yeah. Go so ahead. and so at there they went into the buildings to get away from the bugs. <laughs> Definitely, mm. definitely. Okay, so what else we got here? We okay. Our next clip uh, is uh, this is uh, called the solitary number three, just for Russ's reference. We decided that we would investigate the tunnel that Jim had fallen into mm. uh, and cut himself. So let's go ahead and we'll roll that next clip, solitary three. Oh, so this is the other end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the opening. It's a tunnel, all right. You want to go in? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Lots, now there's lots of crap on the floor, and it's very uh, trickery. Trickery. Yeah, very trickery. I suspect it's trickery. What if the ghost he's coming to get us and I don't get it on film? Yeah. Ooh, it's nice and cool here. Yeah. Ooh, I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the cold spot. What are you getting? Nothing. I'm getting a cold spot. Have you picked up on anything at all? No. No. Curious. Ooh, it's really not the living blocked at the end. Yes, we can. Definitely. It's full of spiders and things that go boop in the night. I gotta go to the end there. Okay! It goes on and on and on. Really? Yeah. Can you shoot a camera me? I will try. Here, I'll hold my... Flashlight? Hold my flashlight. Oh. So... Must have been some kind of ventilation. I'm going to take a flash. Okay. Okay. If you blow it up, lighten it up, you should be able to see. So, well, I can see down the tunnel, but I mean it's just blackness at the end. Yeah, if you lighten it up, you'll be so, able to see if there's anything there. If we have a good camera like Leslie's. Um, <laughs> I think Leslie's hiding from the spiders back there. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> what spiders? Well, I lined it up, but I can't really All right, see anything else at the end other than more blackness. Um, Wait a minute. Is that Donald Trump's face? Oh, shush, shush, shush. Don't even want to hear. That name. That name. name. 
Yeah, that's as light as I can get it. Okay. And um, I'm not seeing anything Send it to me significant in there. So <laughs> I could hear someone breathing, but I couldn't tell if it was just you breathing down there and the acoustics bringing it this way. Really? Yeah. That's mm. cool. Anybody like it? Okay. Oh no, they blocked the end off. We're trapped. <laughs> With one to the end of time. <laughs> oh joy. And the spider. Ron and the spiders. A fate worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our title exploration. Why am I here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, I don't know. The title was very, very cool, very creepy. I do think the thing at the end was some sort of ventilation, and I'm—I have to assume that this building what? was ventilation to what? To the cells. To the, the cell area. There's no holes in the ground in the cells. I don't know. I, I don't know, but there was a whole nother foundation. I think that's where they put the bodies. Stretch. They stuck the, all right, they stuck the bodies in there. That's the, uh, Maybe that's where their excrement went. Oh! oh, no, we were in the poop tunnel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh, thanks, Les. You're welcome. Thank oh, you. So you didn't really pick nice. a lot there, did you? I didn't get much at all. I just heard mm. the uh, breathing. That's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Of course, you were scared of the spiders. That well, took your mind off a lot. They have their space, and I have my <laughs> space. I will leave them to their space. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so that was a cool experience, but we didn't pick up too much paranormally on it, no. which is... Okay, I mean it, it is what it is, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. It's not one of these TV shows where something happens every, every two seconds. Yes, yes. I'm just Things saying. Things shriek and bump and fly around. So. Oh, well, you can scream a little more. Okay, hmm. I'll try and be be like uh, Yvette. Yvette, yeah. I used to like that scream show. every scream time. I did. I did too. It was really entertaining. <laughs> anyway, so um, after that, what do we do? Uh, we continued on in our travels and you have to remember this whole place we're on foot mostly Ron wanted to drive everywhere but we walked it was 900 degrees maybe the old guy walk and we went next to the vegetable cellar and w another very cool spot and I believe Leslie picked up on a few things in there. Yeah, we'll have so her talk us a little bit about that too. Do we want to roll want that to, clip? Do you want to run the clip for us or do you want to Yes? Let's run the clip first. Oh, run the clip first. So we're going to go, I want to make sure we're in the right order, yes. Next is the exploration of the vegetable cellar. And this is the one we talk over, right? Yes. Hmm. We're going to talk over this one a little bit. Okay. You can see, it looks like it looks like a train tunnel almost. It does. I'm going okay. in. Yep. I may not come out, but I'm going in. <laughs> And it is a very cool structure. It's built into the side of a oh, hill. Oh, cool! We gotta come in. Which I'll kind be right of there. kind of explains why it's still there. Mm. And everything is completely graffitied. Yeah, that's the problem with this whole place was graffitied. Right. Sad. Reminds me of Fort Revere. It looks oh just like Fort Revere. Fort Revere is our first joint. Yes, it was. Yes. So now we're just kind of looking around the interior of the vegetable cellar. In the graffiti. And the graffiti. We apologize it. for anything. This is like an old couch or something. Oh, really? Yeah. That's probably one of the beds that was in here. It could be. It looks like they set it on fire. 
Do you have like hand carts being wheeled in here? Hand carts? Like hand carts? Hand carts. Carts. Sort of like wheelbarrows, but made out of wood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With metal wheels. Yeah. Look behind. Go Don't home and behind. tell your mom you love her. Help. Uh, it's a good one. I feel like there are conversations going on behind me. Really? Did you work on the farm? This is a little injury pee session we did. What's your name? Leslie talking in the recorder. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, so that last part, mm -hmm. we had actually left, we were right outside the vegetable cellar, and well, let's let Leslie tell us about it's a good idea she came along to <laughs> sit there and look pretty so yeah we had come out of the vegetable cellar and we were um, walking along and I smelled cigarette smoke really really intense cigarette smoke and um, I was like oh oh <laughs> maybe we should do some EPPs okay. so that's when we started to do that and then Ron when you started walking back you smelled it as well right but it was just a fleeting really quick and there was nobody there was nobody out there Smoking. No. And it smelled really like like um, wet ashtrays smell, oh. you know, while someone was smoking. So mm -hmm. it was it was not just like cigarette smoke. It was also like blended with wet ashtrays, which is a lovely smell. Mm -hmm. But um, lovely. but it was strong and it was immediate. So I thought maybe it would be a good time to. And you also picked up on the, the chickens at that time, and you mm -hmm. picked up on the cows and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Anne was talking about the cows, and mm -hmm. I said, "Well, I g I'm picking up on a lot of chickens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of chickens. <laughs> a lot of chickens. Yeah. Right. And then you pulled out your map. Yes. Yeah. Thank God you brought that map. We d yeah. Well, somebody had to bring a map. Right. And you can find folks if you want to go out to the Rutland State Prison Camp. Just Google it, and that map comes right up. Yeah. Uh, what? It I found anything with it. We got lost like 18 million but times. You just have to hold it the right way. Yeah, all, okay. It was very helpful. It <laughs> was helpful. So. It's hand drawn. I think it, I had included it right at the very beginning you of did. the solitary confinement area. So, yes, we looked on the map and saw chicken coops. You know, we could sell those there. That guy wanted that map. <laughs> the guy that we man. Ron was immediately going to give away our map. To Jake. Like it I liked Jake, but I was kind of adamant about we needed the map. You were. You were. <laughs> we needed the map. No, you can't have our map. He didn't he didn't want it. He just wanted to look at it. He's a nice kid. Yeah. I mean it was a it really was a cool place. Uh, and and you know the structures are some of the structures are there. The, the solitary confinement was kind of cool. You could go up in the roof, and mm -hmm. I had to climb up on that, so that was interesting. The tunnel was really, really cool, and the root cellar was cool. But there, you know, other than that, there was a lot there. Well, maybe one more place, but yes, uh, there's one more spot. There's yeah. actually those are the only actual structures that we know that we could find that, with your map. That well, I believe that are left. Uh, we have another question from chat mm -hmm. uh, from John. Has anyone investigated the cemetery at night? Just like the one episode in Most Haunted. Oh, yeah. Of course um, I have. And I'm not sure if he's referring to a cemetery in general or the one in Rutland. I, I think, think in general. In general? Yeah. 
Ron has. Yeah, I've done it. You know, I mean, one of the... I was in a cemetery with WNDS News with Weird Al Curley in there. Oh, weird Al, just Al Curley. Weird Al, trust me, he's weird. I've met him. Uh, <laughs> Al Curley, man, we were on Halloween at um, uh, the Old Hill Burial Ground in Newburyport, and that was a cool place. Um, but yeah, I've done other ones as well. We've we've went with uh, Clay and uh, uh, his son up to went up in some other place and a few other ones mm-hmm. but yeah I mean cemeteries are okay I mean, Maureen and I did the uh, the one that you and I checked out uh, in the last cemetery the Baptist oh, cemetery the Andover? yeah mm-hmm. and uh, we did that on a Halloween night too so mm-hmm. I mean they're okay they're cool but you know whatever mm-hmm. I'd rather see them in the daytime right. with all the fancy stuff in it mm-hmm. okay Yes, cemetery trip is what I'm saying. Right. Yes. Well, I'm generally there in the daylight hours. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not usually in there after dark mm-hmm. because kind of not supposed to be in there unless you have permission after dark. Absolutely. So really, right well, 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 before oh, we have to answer the question, we'll let Leslie chance to answer the question. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my have goodness. No, no, I'm fine over here. <laughs> I, have, have, have I, have, I have investigated um, cemeteries at night. It's easier in New Hampshire because it's not against the law, but you mm-hmm. still should... Um, Go to your local authorities and make sure that they know that you're there so they don't think that you're in there doing So is anything cool that happened at any um, The same things happen during the day that happen at night. So, no. It, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the interesting thing. Uh, we had Lloyd back on the show, uh, the international show with Steve Parsons, and we were talking about investigating and, and how, you know, and the one thing he said, and, and Steve agrees and myself, is you don't have to investigate at night. No. You know, they're not going anywhere. No. It's just cool and more fun. That's all. Your your senses are heightened more at night, I think, because of your instincts. You know, so you're listening more, and you're you're. Yeah. But your imagination is more active as well. So right. you have a minus as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, what will, will will happen next? I'm so all. We went, so we went to the vegetable, vegetable sellers, we looked for the chicken coops. I think we found the foundations of the chicken coops. Or something. In the woods. So we turned around and came back. And so now we're in search of the hospital because what they did in 1907 was the state decided that they would build a hospital Mm -hmm. on the grounds of this prison camp. Now, what I what I want to state up front is that Leslie walked in here blind. Okay, she didn't know anything. She didn't want to know anything. So I'm when I say it right now. Despite that, she picked a location. She did pick up the fact that this was a tuberculosis hospital. That's why the hospital was erected there because the state penitentiaries when prisoners at that time, because remember this is the early 1900s, tuberculosis was rampant. It's kind of like telling, putting the horse before the cart. Because mm. we have a video. Well, I know, but I just wanted that. to say where we're going. Okay, where hospital would have been good. So, all right. So anyways, let's go ahead and roll hospital one, please, Russ. Well, this is the site of the old hospital. And we have found the foundation in this grove of trees. This place is 
bigger than you think, Lynn. feeling as like a hospital that would treat like many cases of like tuberculosis. So after it was a prison camp, was or while it was a prison camp, would they bring tuberculosis patients here? You sure you've seen TV? Disease, because some congestion I'm going to go with what I got. I'm going to say tuberculosis. Okay, no, that's good. I just didn't know if you could not describe it, and so that was the closest association you could have with it. Well, this is good, like lung cancer. You know, they totally different. Go with what, what comes first. Okay, yep, that's good. The staff, all male, or do you have female staff as well? Female staff. Much female staff, okay. Did they wear doctor's uniforms, or did they wear something different? White. White. The beds. Can you see the beds? They're like, um, cots. They're not like separate rooms. They're like, room like a room Yeah, a dormitory. But can you see the bed itself? Iron. Rounded? Rounded top? Yeah. Like pipes though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Short. Yep. <sighs> so they're all lined up, right? Go ahead. Just like maybe four. Four or five, okay. Maybe. Some more over here, you know, like. Sorry. Is it like a nurse's station or, or anything like that or any little office or can you see anything at all other than just a big ward? A big room? Can you see the lighting? There's a door and it has glass in it at the top. Okay. But it's not see through glass, it's you know that frosted, frosted glass. Yeah. Ripple? Yes. Yeah. And it's got those big um, radiators. Yeah. You know yeah, like a pedestal light. Yeah. 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 Can you smell anything? I can't breathe, so <laughs> It's a wooden floor with those like a hardwood? thin... Hardwood. Thin hardwood? Yep. I feel like there were many deaths associated with this. Not just one or two, many. But you, you, is it a prison camp or is it something else? That's the thing. I know you mentioned that it, you didn't, couldn't tell if it was a prison camp or outdoors. It feels like the same era from over there. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And it seems like they're ma mainly male patients. Okay. So my logic tells me that it's probably Pretty good. Doherty. D o h e r t y. Doherty. Smaller than me. Kind of shoulders coming down. It's bald on top. He's got hair on the sides. He's weather worn. He must be in his, since he's so weather-worn, I'll say, 50s. Gosh, I'm glad I'm living now and not looking like a 50-year-old back then. So, did you, can you describe him again? Smaller than me. Yeah. Kind of hunched over, um, weathered. Yeah. Um, bald on the top, hair on the sides, his nose is a little wide. Um, he's very tan. That's weird, because I... Someone similar, rounded head, fall on top, here on the side, but white. Um, glasses, though, he had wire glasses. And he was a doctor. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. But that doesn't mean anything. Just whatever came to me, that's what it was. Because when you were first describing it, I thought you were describing a doctor. But then you said it was patients, like, whoa, the two me off, because it almost sounded well, like the what? same person. Sometimes doctors get sick, too. Right? Oh, that's true, too. It doesn't matter, but it, this guy had, like, a red face. You know how you have, like, if you're Irish or something, you have, like, a reddish face? Mm hmm Like, yeah, rodate, Roatia. See, he's been in the sun. So you have more brown? Mm. Okay, this would be more reddish. So that's weird, though. Yeah. Could be seeing the same person two different times of life. Cut that. Wow. Okay. Okay, that was pretty good. Didn't you think so? <laughs> Great. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. uh, but anyways, to get the general gist of it was that uh, Leslie was getting a lot of hits in this particular area. And... Is there more than one thing on this hospital? Uh, do we have any uh, more clips on it? There is one more clip of me dowsing. Okay. Um... But do we want to, I think we should talk about what Leslie got okay. in this area. All right, that's excellent. A good idea. Yeah. Okay. So Leslie hit on um, this gentleman, Mr. Doherty, and what I was doing in the days since our investigation is a lot of Googling. <laughs> so one of the things that I pulled up in my research was anything, I was basically entering anything in to do with prison camp and Doherty with that combination. And something came up from a prison magazine that was published in 1918 called The Mentor. And there's a, it was something that was produced, edited and printed by the inmates at the Massachusetts State Prison. So there were a lot of stories about what went on in the prisons and things like that. And I happened, it came up on this page, where they talk about they were performing a minstrel show at the Rutland camp for the benefit of their fellow men and the inmates of the prison camp and hospital. And they did this minstrel show no, read the whole thing. That's you want me to read yeah, the whole I do, thing? I, yeah, All right. it says. I don't want to. I don't want to bore the poor no. people. Oh, can you read it? Yes, I can. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, but we're up here, it talks about Yes. Yeah. Uh, attended a minstrel show given by the men of the Rutland camp for the benefit of their fellow men and the inmates of the prison camp and hospital. The dining room of the hospital was fitted up for the occasion by the erection of a stage at one end, and we are told that the performance was well done and that the men taking part gave a very successful entertainment in every way. One or two who took part in the local show, notably Doherty, who again sang The Rose of No Man's Land, helping helped make the evening a successful one. So there it is. She got the head on Dolly. I just about fell out of my chair when I read that. And the really funny thing is it just refers to him as Doherty. As Doherty. No first name. I didn't get a first name. I just got Doherty. Uh, just the way I presented it. Hmm. Yeah. So nice work, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> nice work. So we That's actually amazing. have we have a picture of the uh, wand, I believe. The uh, the wand. Oh, the ward. Yes, yes the hospital ward. ward. Yes, can we can we play that, put that one up? That was another thing that I thought, Leslie. We're looking for the picture. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Leslie talked. Short. Yeah. Cots. Rounded edges. She talked Pipes. about the cots and. The radiators. Mm-hmm. I did talk about the radiators. You talked about the radiators. And the lights, but you can't see too much, but I believe the lights are way up the are top. The pedestal there. lights that are coming yes. down? Yes. Like okay. And the wooden floors. You talked about the wooden yeah. floors as well. So pretty much got this room down to a T. Yeah. The only thing I don't see in it, which I was looking for, because I thought was the two, was the crosses. Mm-hmm. You know, we both thought there were crosses in there, and that photograph doesn't show it. So yeah. doesn't mean there wasn't at the time or in certain again. things. Yeah. And now, I, I don't know about the office, but if you look on each side of the the wall the, uh, there on the right and the left, there are doors, and the, and the, the panels on the doors seem to be frosted glass. I can't see too mm-hmm. much on it. Mm-hmm. So that would all fit into what we talked about and definitely what you said in the uh, cellar hole there. So... Good job. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. this is why we love to go investigating with Leslie, because she always sees cool, awesome, dead-on stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. that's funny, dead-on. Dead-on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a joke? So that was uh. our first hospital part, and now I think we do have enough time to play. Because you actually get involved now, right? Yes. And you, you did what? Uh, I had my pendulum. So I did oh. a little bit of dowsing. Really? I did. I yeah. do that sometimes. Mm. I do participate. So can we play that clip now? Hospital Part 2. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> Ann, why don't you try dowsing? Okay. Yes is a circle, okay. and no is up and down uh, vertically. Back and forth. So I'm getting a yes that this was the side of the hospital. Was there more than one story? Was there more than one story to the hospital? I'm getting a no. Sorry. Not me. Not me. Um, Leslie was having trouble breathing earlier. Was this a tuberculosis hospital? Yes. Oh, cool. Getting a yes. 
were the patients who stayed here, prisoners who worked at this camp. Yes. Were the prisoners that died here buried in the cemetery that's just down the road? Still getting yes. Uh, what kind of, were there murderers here who worked here? No. Good. That's good. So is it more of a, um, like a low-level type of crime, the prisoner? Yes. Oh, big says yes. yes. Big yes. Was Mr. Doherty a prisoner here? Still yes. Was there also a Mr. Doherty who was a doctor? No. Okay. I just thought I'd explore that theory. Oh, it doesn't mean that Doherty... The person I saw his name was Darwin. Right. That was, well, I just thought I'd ask. Up, yeah. I just thought I'd ask. Yep, that was a good idea, actually. Were there also female patients? No. So were the female people who were here nurses? Were there crucifixes in the ward or the room? I'm curious. Yes. The reason I asked the, the Catholic and Protestant is because I was seeing crosses. Thank you. Ah. That's why I asked that question. Oh, wow. Were the grave sites marked with crosses? getting a yes. I haven't been to that cemetery that we're going to go to next, so I don't know. Um, but I thought I had read something about originally they were marked with crosses. Yes, I heard that, whatever that was. It sounded metallic, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Like, like a, a can. Like somebody taking yeah, a car. Yeah, like a can. It's like somebody mm -hmm. driving off in my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Like someone kicking an old oil cans. <laughs> there we are. There you go. Once again, we're you know using the Japanese subtitles yeah. on that one. So I mean, the cat in the woods, that metal sound. We all heard that, although we didn't get pick it up. But it was no. very distinctive. Yeah, it, it, we're all like, what was that? And we're in the middle of the forest. There's nobody out there. Mm -hmm. It's people riding bikes. So, anyways. So we all trotted back to our cars and <laughs> headed out to find the cemetery. Yes, we did. Um, and I know we're running out of time, so we are. We would like to run the footage for the prison cemetery next, Russ. After exploring the prison ruins, we returned to the cemetery we had passed on the way in. 
Goose Hill Cemetery was established in 1746 and is a small cemetery with many nondescript stones, the exception being that of Oliver Chickering, who was a Minuteman who rode with Paul Revere. A small cross in the cemetery corner drew our attention, as we thought perhaps this marked a possible prisoner's grave. However, it only led us to another conclusion. In my head, what I'm seeing from back there, it should be many, many crosses, not that far away from each other. Many of them, rows of them. Um, and I don't think we're in the right cemetery. I don't think this is it. Okay. There could be another cemetery. This is Goose Hill. But I think there may be a charmock, and I'll look in my book when we get back. Why don't you take your pendulum out and ask your pendulum? Well, show me what is yes. Show me what is no. Is this cemetery where the prisoners from the prison camp are buried? Ask them where it is. Is there another cemetery nearby here? Can you point into the direction where the cemetery is located? Yes. Could you do it now? <laughs> a thousand much. It doesn't work. I don't have them with me. Oh, crap. Can we go get them? Okay. They work, too. That way. Okay. So Ron and Leslie just yelled for me. I can still hear them yelling. <laughs> we thought we were in the right cemetery, but... We weren't, so they decided to walk further down the road beside Goose Hill Cemetery, where we were, and they found it. They found the cemetery we were looking for, for the prison farm, so I'm going to go find them. And here is the marker for Rutland Prison Camp Cemetery. In memory of the 59 inmates interred on this site from 1910 to 1933, restored by Michael Gordon Troop 141 BSA, the Rutland Historical Society, and the Metropolitan District Commission, 1995. And here it is, but there's no stones. And there are a lot of divots. Oh, rising from the dead over there, Ron. Maybe. If I can get out of the hole. So uh, the story is that there used to be wooden crosses here, which over time just uh, rotted. Leslie, why don't you tell Ann what you think? If you look over here. I right. think that the divots are where the graves were. Really? Yeah. Like right here? Okay. Like where, I don't know if they've been dug up or... Oh, yeah. There's a big hole big here. There's, there's, a, there's just divot after divot after divot. Ah. Well, well if they were like pine boxes and they just fell in. You know what? I'll research it. I, they may have been reinterred somewhere else. Divot. Divot. Oh, right. Oh, that's okay. Okay, that's fine. I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, after we found the cemetery, which we was did. awesome. We did. And uh, if you look, there were all these neat little rows of divots. Do we have a, a picture of the cemetery itself? We, we have an old picture of the cemetery. Russ, could you put up the... Yes, there, there it is. There we go. And you can see how the, the crosses are. Yes. Right in a row, right? Right in a row. And this picture, I believe, was dated 1941. Uh, it's in the lower right-hand corner. Mm, I remember I found that. it on the Internet. Mm. Ron remembers it well. Mm. 
But that is originally what that site would have looked like. Oh, we got two minutes. So, uh, again, you know, we got another hit. Leslie got another hit with all the crosses right in a row. That's I just what you described distinctly. Yeah. All right. Yay, so, me. Thanks, okay. You can lose that. All right, we can lose now. that, and I know we are running, running, running out of time. So, Leslie, I mean, on, on a whole, what did you think of the experience? I had a really good time there. Um, I thought that it went well. Um, I was a little nervous at first because when we got to the, the solitary confinement, I was getting nothing. I was like, mm. oh, this is going to be a boy. But it turned out really well. Um, I'm glad that we went, and I, I had a lot of fun. Mm. Is it, is it, it was a great day. How do you feel when you, when you get verification of what you said, like with the Doherty thing and the, the crosses and all that stuff? I, well, when I was younger, it used to really excite me, and I really, really enjoyed, like, yeah, that's great, <laughs> woo But I have enough confidence in myself where I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Still feels it's good. Nice, it's nice <laughs> to say, hey, yay, she did a good job. Mm-hmm. But um, I know what I see, and I tell the truth, and that's all there is to it, is I just tell the truth. That's the coolest thing, and, and Marlene told me that myself. She says, no matter what it was. I mean, when I first started working with her, I never worked with mediums before, and she would say these outrageous things, and and I'd, I'd almost feel embarrassed for her, like, don't say that. But when you went and investigated, they made sense. So mm-hmm. she taught me that just whatever comes out, comes out. And if, if it ain't right, it ain't right. But, mm-hmm. you know, you just play with it. And another thing I learned over time, like with the tuberculosis camp, where you were saying, well, does it feel like something else? You go with your gut. You go with what comes first and, and honor what you get and trust the messages that yeah, you get. Yeah, a lot of times when I do this, it's to so get a clarification exactly what you're feeling because sometimes it may not be the... You know, you're just getting kind of like you're trying to find a description. So, anyways, yeah, it was a great, uh, great thing. And uh, Leslie, we want to thank you for joining yes, us. Thank today. you so much, Leslie. Author, Leslie Hi. Martin, author yes. of the book Medium Rare, and yes. also. Uh, we have Positively Brilliant. Right there. Right Positively Brilliant. Handles. Check out her website at lesliemartin.com. That's right. And don't forget Van Helsing Spray, which oh, is awesome. Oh, Self promotion. All right, but we do have to. We do have to go. We are out of time. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And get out there and investigate. There you go. Good night. Keep on tripping. <laughs>